Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. All of you relax. This is a matter of inconvenient timing, that's all. I ought to kill you right now. Not a very private place for a murder. Well, I'm all broken up about that man's rights. What do you want to discuss now? My favorite color? That's classified. It's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Global Security Consultant Podcast. My name is Luke Bensey, and for this September edition, uh, the name of this podcast is called Where Have All the Leaders Gone? Now, I just returned last week from Washington, D.C. Uh, my wife and I took the train up there, and we did a training course for the U.S. Marshals uh, at George Washington's Mount Vernon. Beautiful location, a uh, great group of, of GS-14s and 15 in the room, uh, some great patriots. And we did a course on strategy, decision-making, and leadership. And, you know, it, it got me thinking uh, on, on leadership. It, it was great to do a course on that again because it, it sort of harkened back to the, the turn of the millennium here. Uh, there was a, a person in the business world, maybe you've heard of him, Marshall Loeb. So Marshall Loeb, for, for context, he was the, the publisher of Time Magazine for probably about 15 years. He was then recruited away to Money Magazine and Fortune Magazine. Uh, he was he was a you know, prominent guy for uh, discussing the markets and even wrote a book, uh, the one of the dummies books, Leadership for Dummies. Uh, so in the year 2000, Marshall Loeb actually asked a question to a group of, of high-end business folks. And he, he asked a simple question, where have all the leaders gone? And if you really think about that, you think about the question he posed in 2000, what he was saying is, what happened to those inspirational leaders like the, like the Nelson Mandela's, uh, the people who lead us by, by example, or what about the great orders of our time? And we had, you know, men in World War II, like Winston Churchill, or, or even in the 80s, we had the great communicator, Ronald Reagan. Where had they gone? Now, about eight years later, uh, Lee Iacocca, the famous uh, CEO of, of Chrysler, he put out a book, but the same title, entitled Where Have All the Leaders Gone? And Iacocca made, made sort of the same uh, comments. What happened to you know our great presidents like like the Harry Truman, the, the average man who could who could speak with just uh, you know a common man's touch, or our our great generals? Uh, we had Norman Schwarzkopf in in the '90s, you know Storm and Norman, uh, who who sort of redeemed us for Vietnam and within 30 days had won uh, you know Operation Desert Storm, and then would charm us every night. Uh, in front of our televisions by by doing press conferences where he'd show where the missiles would go right into Saddam's uh, headquarters and things of that nature. So, you know, it was a fair question. Where had the leaders gone? I mean, even even in the sports world, we you know we had had previously the legendary uh, you know uh, motivators like like Vince Lombardi with their you know prophetic speeches where they would say winning isn't you know everything; it's the only thing or you know, show me a good loser and I'll just frankly show you a loser. Uh, you know, so so we sort of lost that touch, um, which got me thinking uh, to, to sort of say that what is leadership? I, I really, during COVID, had a chance to step back and, and sort of study it. And what's interesting is in the year 2020, in, in the height of our pandemic year, do you realize 
that over 2,000 books were published on the subject of leadership just in the year 2000 during the pandemic. Uh, so there really is no agreed upon definition out there for what leadership is. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a few of my favorites here, see if you uh, might agree with them. But, you know, Forbes mag magazine had the, the definition that leadership is a process of social influence, which maximizes the efforts of others towards the achievement of a goal. And John Maxwell, if you've ever read the, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of, of Leadership, uh, he, he says it probably the most bluntly. He says leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Now, personally, my favorite definition of leadership uh, really kind of goes back to the, to the old Eisenhower days. Eisenhower said leadership is the, is the art of getting someone else to do something you want done because he wants to do it. And, you know, in, in today's world, that kind of brings up this misconception that uh, leadership, therefore, must be uh, persuasion or, or something, you know, salesiness or something like that. Uh, well, and it's not really that. I, I would say instead of persuasion, I, I would say leadership is more about motivation. Uh, all of us want to be motivated uh, to get out of bed and go to work every day. We want to know that we're, we're valued, we have importance, and, and what we're doing, the mission that we're doing uh, even if we're led by someone else is, is of great importance and we're making a difference, uh, doing that. So it got me thinking a little bit more, you know, are the best leaders, does that necessarily mean that the best leaders have to be these charismatic personalities? Now we just had a, a presidency here with Donald Trump. People could say he was charismatic, uh, and, and you could say even, even more charismatic before him was president Obama, two very powerful speakers, Two very powerful leaders uh, who are who are certainly influencers uh, who went about it with with two different uh, charismatic dialects that say in the way that they they use words uh, to motivate other people. So you know, I got to thinking: is leadership then is it charisma? And I, I went back and I and I looked at uh, there was a real famous book uh, back in the early '80s, "In Search of Excellence." It was it was written by. Uh, uh, Waters and, uh, or excuse me, Peters and, and Waterman. Uh, and they looked at in the book about 43, I think, or so companies uh, that really had success and had successful leadership uh, over the past 20 years. So again, it was written in, it came out in the 80s. So it was really from, I think, like 62 to 82. And they looked at companies that had, uh, you know, great leaders and, and they made the, the, assumption or, or the, uh, you know, the theory that you, yes, you had to be charismatic. You had to be a charismatic leader. And then in today's terms that, you know, they would still argue, you know, you need to be a Steve Jobs. You need to be a Richard Branson, uh, an Oprah, one of these, these powerful peoples. If you were a general, you needed to be the, the Patton or something like that. So, so that uh, stereotype even of, of the leader held what was pretty prominent during the 1980s. Well, you know, fast forward to the 2000s uh, when the question is is being asked, you know, where have all the leaders gone? Well, then you had Jim Collins and Jim Collins is kind of a, a modern management thinker for our day. Call, her a, call him a modern day Peter Drucker, if you will. Uh, that's that's the highest compliment. And and in his book, Good to Great, uh, you know, he, he sort of did something similar to what uh, uh, In Search of Excellence did. And that was they went and looked at companies that were successful. 
Now, in, in good to great, Collins really only kind of looks at, at about a dozen or so of them, but but he makes a different observation that in in today's world, or even the world he, he looked back on on companies from, from the previous decade, he said that the best leaders, they're really, they're people who are more quiet and they lead more by example. And he called this, this type of leadership at the highest level, he called it level five leadership. And in his words, level five leadership meant that it was, it was sort of a, a combination of your humility as a leader, plus your, your will to do it. And he gave a great analogy um, where he said that, you know, the best leaders, it's sort of the mirror and window analogy. The, the best leaders look out a window and say, they did it. My team, my people, they're the ones out the window that I'm looking at. They're the ones who made this happen. Whereas if there is, if something goes wrong, the leader doesn't look out the window anymore. He looks in a mirror and, and only sees himself or herself and says, no, uh, you know, the person in the mirror is the cause for, for whatever problems we have at this organization. And, you know, th there is the tendency for, for, for that to be flipped. Some leaders like to take all the credit and, and look in the mirror. And if something goes wrong, they point fingers out the window. Uh, but, but what Collins made the, the claim on the level five leadership of humility and will is that, you know, it's, I, I, I kind of, uh, liken it to an NFL quarterback, the old saying that, a quarterback gets way too much credit when the team wins the game and gets way too much blame when they lose. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit of that uh, kind of analogy, but the, but the humble uh, leader will recognize that it, it really is uh, about the team doing that. So to, to the answer of where the question, to the question of where have all the leaders gone in our modern world? Uh, you know, I, I'm sort of with Collins. I, I'm all for charisma. I, I like a charismatic leader as long as that that leader actually backs it up and it's not all talk. Uh, again, I'm, I'm a Richard Branson fan. I, I think he he does great things. I mean, even someone like an Elon Musk, love him or hate him. Uh, you know, you can say that the guy, yeah, charisma, uh, anybody's he's leading his team, his people. So however you want to look at it. But uh, there, there really does have to be at the end of the day, uh, even behind the charisma, there has to be that humility uh, that that the leader is the one to take take all the blame and uh, when there is credit, give the credit to the people, uh, to the team uh, and not himself or herself. So uh, I think that is sort of the, the, the question or the answer to the question of where have all the leaders gone? They're still around. Uh, they're, they're just uh, slightly different packaging this day, uh, the, this day and age. So um, I hope you found that uh, as, as a useful answer to that question. Uh, we'll actually be talking more and looking at uh, leadership. Uh, if, if, you, if you hear this podcast before April, uh, excuse me, August, uh, October, excuse me, October 1st, we will be doing a free, I'll be doing a free webinar on on the Carver methodology. And, and during that uh, free webinar, we're also going to be talking about leadership and the ability to use Carver to look introspectively uh, at oneself, to, to look in the mirror and say, hey, can I do an assessment of what's my leadership, leadership style? Wow, I can't talk today. Um, it kind of harkens back to you know the old philosopher Socrates who said, know thyself. You have to know yourself first what you're capable of, strengths, weaknesses, all those things, before you can go out and even attempt to lead other people. Uh, personally, I'm more of a, a fan of the philosopher of Clint Eastwood, 
uh, man's got to know his limitations. So you got to know your limitations. So if you're around on October 1st and you can tune into our Carver Assessment uh, webinar, we'll be talking about assessing your own strengths and weaknesses using the Carver methodology. So hope you can tune in for that. But until next month, uh, I hope that everybody out there stays safe, stays vigilant, and I look forward uh, to hearing your comments. Have a great one. Take care. Thank you.